Welcome back to Fearless Talk with Hannah Christine. It's a personal joy to bring truth to your day and encouragement to your life. So first off, I want to say a huge thank you to all of you. I have received multiple texts, calls, and even messages uh, regarding Fearless Talk and how it's already brought encouragement to your day, um, even to the moments that you've just needed someone to lift you up. So <clears throat> I just want to say thank you personally. It's It's been such an encouragement on on me as well to be able to know that it is making a difference and that um, what God is putting on my heart is also impacting your life and knowing that you aren't alone and that we are in this together. It's such such an encouraging uh, thing to know. So I did have a few ladies actually ask for me to explain how Fearless came to pass and the my story behind the podcast. Um, so I'm going to be stepping out fearlessly and I'm going to get vulnerable and, and be real and honest with you because I believe a way that we can relate to other people is to be real and to show our weakness and to also show that we're human just like everybody else. We have faults and issues and failures and we can connect together by by speaking vulnerably and honestly. So I'm just going to do that. Um, Those of you who are listening and actually don't know me, my name is Hannah. I am a small town living, pun laughing, coffee drinking girl who loves Jesus and I desire to speak his truth and bring honor and glory not only to his name, but to his ministry. And so for you uh, to actually understand the fearless ministry, I'm going to need to give you a little of a backstory. Uh, when I was 19, God placed on my heart to, to build up a generation of women to know who they are in Christ, uh, for them to walk out their calling and to use their talents and gifts to bring God glory. Now, like most of us at 19, I had no idea what that even looked like, but I knew I desired to help others, to encourage women, um, and to make a difference. I just wanted to share Christ's love, and I I wanted to be in some form of ministry. I didn't know what that looked like, but I decided to continue to uh, pursue the Lord and just let Him lead. Um, Now, normally when people say this, they end up jumping into like a nonprofit organization, working in ministry, going to Bible college, or doing some form of uh, missions work, which... I'm not, you know, downplaying that at all. That's an amazing, amazing way to be able to also do uh, ministry. But on my end, my story is just a little different. Um, I decided to enroll into college and still unsure of what I wanted to do with my life. I asked the Lord what field of work that he wanted me to get my education in. And without a doubt, I knew it. I just knew that he was leading me to receive my administrative assistant AA degree. Um, So I took that leap, and during that time, God even provided a job at my local church as a secretary to the youth pastor, which brought so many opportunities for me to volunteer. Um, I absolutely love volunteering, even to this day. You will find me volunteering my time, my talents, uh, my abilities, and it's it's just my go-to thing. Sometimes I can volunteer too much and put too much on my plate, (laughs) and then I kind of have to back off a little bit, but serving people is is what I love to do. However, fast forward a little bit, I ended up running from a situation in, gosh, it's probably 20, and I decided to take my future into my own hands. I guess you could say I had like a Moses moment, of course, without the murder. (laughs) Um, But I ended up moving to a big old city uh, called Des Moines, Iowa. Most people laugh when I say a big old city because it's the population is like 220,000 people. Now, granted, I came from a smaller town of about 9,000. So to me, it was a it was a big old city. Um, but I ended up being involved with my sister's ministry during her tour in Iraq in Des Moines. And uh, a couple of years after that, I decided to move. And I found myself back in the small town atmosphere of Southeast Iowa, uh, feeling as though my life was just 
going in constant circles and passing me by. My friends were getting married. They were having kids. Their lives were moving forward. And I was just in this vicious cycle. Um, And I still desired to invest in the lives of young women and, and to lead. Yet I myself had no clue how to even let God lead me because I was in such a deep need to surrender my control and future to him, which I didn't I didn't know and realize at that time. Um, but these were all stepping stones. You know, it's where God was building me into who he wanted me to be. And I started to focus on my defeat and my mistakes and my failures and my fear and my rejection. And however, when I was seeing my defeat, God was bringing forth victory. And when I was focusing on my mistakes, he was producing growth and, and a message to bring to people. And when I was paralyzed by unmovable fear, and he was raising back up in me and bringing forth a boldness that I never knew I had. And when I experienced failure, he was teaching me to give myself grace and rise up and try again. And when I faced years of rejection, he gave me the greatest gift of all his love and his acceptance. And I'm telling you this because without these struggles, without these hardships and and the pain and the rejection and the downright moments of life, I wouldn't be talking to you right now. I, I wouldn't be who I am without him and without his daily help. The God who created me knew my desire for ministry was great. And believe it or not, as crazy as it sounds, in 2013, God took care of every hurdle for me. And I ended up attending a Bible college, which equipped me with the tools and resources for me to be able to teach and lead. And I've had the privilege of mentoring and investing and encouraging in young women's lives and women of all ages. And God has been so faithful through it all. And and I came to know some of the sweetest, most amazing students that I'm still connected with to this day. And then about four years ago, I was called into another form of ministry, you know, I knew that God was pressing on my heart uh, for college ministry, and the transition from youth ministry to college really flowed quite smoothly, and this brought a new form of boldness and leadership, I'm not going to lie, and it it was a lot of growth on my part on on leading, Um, and I had no idea what was in store and and the life-changing relationships that were going to form from that and that are still evident today, and, and I thank God for that, but one thing I know, and this is just a quick tidbit, you guys, the enemy does not give up, okay? He seeks to steal, kill, and destroy. And if he can distract you and just take you off your focus, of a way, take your focus away off of what truly matters, then he is going to be able to distract you. Because if he, if he can distract you, it's going to get your focus away of what God wants to do and use you for. So something that I've mentioned before that I've dealt with is fear, of course. And for as long as I can remember, but in the fall of last year, um, I was really just, gosh, it's going to be pretty vulnerable. I was really dealing with a lot of personal fear, um, fear of the unknown, fear uh, that I messed things up, the fear that I'll, I'll never move forward into ministry, fear that I was just stuck. It was nonstop fear, fear, fear. And I was exhausted mentally, physically, and spiritually, and I was slipping back into my old mindset. Um, just a side note, fear is a lack of faith in trusting God. And I'm going to say that again. Fear is a lack of faith in trusting God. And when the fear would arise, 
It was usually when I was leaning on my own strength. It was me trying to control the ministry instead of letting God. It was me trying to take things in, in my own hands and control the situation. When God calls you, he's going to lead you. It doesn't become a one-man show for you to pick up and control everything. So anytime you see God leading, calling someone to lead, he doesn't leave them. He leads them. I'm going to say that again because that was so profound for me. Anytime you see God calling someone to lead, he does not leave them. He leads them. So ladies, as you move forward, as you continue to walk out what you believe God is calling on your life, I want you to remember, do not allow your dream or desire to become an idol on your heart. So what does that mean? That pretty much means don't place it before your relationship with God. It's easier than we think, to be honest. So that could be relationships, friendships, family, maybe your education or your sports. Anything that you put before God is an idol. Now you may be thinking, how can ministry become an idol if ministry is about God? (laughs) And that's true. But over time, I personally didn't realize that I desired the dream of ministry so much that it became an idol. And that idol was clouding my relationship with Christ. All I could see was what I wanted, what I envisioned, how I could make it come to pass, how I could make it work. And I truly believed it wasn't a problem until reality hit. And it was um, a moment of where I had to have a heart surrender moment with God. And this is when everything changed. On December 24th, 2018, I fully surrendered. You know, those moments where you have like an ugly cry and you're pouring your heart out, every single emotion, laying on the floor, just like, God, I released it. Uh, The control of my dreams, the desires, and the fears. I said, God, I'm done. I told him, it's yours. It's your ministry, no matter what that looks like. If that means I stay in Mount Pleasant, if that means I don't move, if if I just invest in the people that you have me right here, God, if you are telling me to stay and you say that ministry isn't for me, that's fine. I'm done. I'm done doing it my way and on my own and in my own strength. Whatever you want, it's yours. I'm yours. So you fast forward a couple months, everything's going great. Uh, Just like that 2019 has arrived and I was enjoying freedom. You guys, I was enjoying the freedom of being free. (laughs) And at the end of February, I kid you not, I was, I was walking during my lunch break and the Holy Spirit spoke so evident to me about fearless and it was that's my first response I kid you not I said no this can't be right I I just gave you my desire for ministry I just surrendered all of this to you I'm not picking it back up again I don't I don't want it I said "I, I can't do this God and he's so he's so he's just so good because his response is this time it's my ministry it's my vision. Let me lead. And I just stood there and I said, okay, I'm willing. It's your ministry. It's your vision. And since then, God has brought everything together. The creativity, the mission statement, the ideas, everything from the meeting locations to the podcast, the words of encouragement that I speak to you every single Friday. Y'all, I pray about what I'm going to say. I said, God, I want it to resonate with the hearts of these women. I want it to be life-changing for them. What do you want me to say? It's his, y'all. It's not mine. And 
That is why I can confidently say to you with complete honesty, openness, and truth that I am nothing without Christ. And this fearless ministry is nothing without Christ. That is why the you are statement is as plain and simple as it can get. That you are fearless in your devotion to Christ. You are fearless in the dedication of his word. You are fearless in self-discipline, physically, mentally, and spiritually. You are fearless to discipleship in truth, love, and encouragement. Because you are fearless in Christ. We are all fearless in Christ together. So today you may be feeling weary, whether it's physically, spiritually, emotionally, or maybe all three. And you, you feel overwhelmed by life and stressed or frustrated and just downright want to cry. Girl, ugly cry and surrender it to God. No matter how scary it may seem, let go of something and give it to God. He wants to take that burden from you and give you his peace. And I clung to this scripture right here in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 through 30. He said, come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Girls, give it to him. He wants what is best for you. He has what is best for you. He wants you to trust him and live the life that he's created for you. So just let him lead. I know it may be scary, but let him lead. This is Fearless Talk, and today, may you fearlessly surrender it all to God. From my heart to yours, happy Friday, y'all.